Here at So Here's the Thing, we value participating in your local community. Last season, we did a land acknowledgement before every episode, and although our intention was to honor indigenous communities where we live, because we are a digital publication, not everyone listens from the same tribal land. This season, we are taking 25% of our profits from ads and Patreon and donating it to the Duwamish tribe through Real Rent Duwamish. We encourage you to use the website native-land.ca to look up your local tribes and find ways to forge authentic relationships and donate to them directly. So here's the thing. With Grace and Carly, and it's season two. We have been able to do all this thanks to this free app called Anchor. We use their creation tools to create our podcast just how we want it. And then it does all the work distributing it to places like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. And we make money! That's right, folks. You two can talk into the oblivion and get paid to do it. So no matter the size of your following, even if you still only have those 12 listeners... Or if you're mega-famous like us. Well, more or less. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on your very own podcast. Hello! Hello! And welcome to So Here's the Thing. With Grace and Carly. The Minicast is back. (laughs) Oh, it's back. It's back. We did one. Two people listened to it. So we're going to do it again. Three people listen to it. Three people listen to it. Thank you, three people, whoever you are in the world. Thank you to the three people who listen to our mini-cast. I don't know why we think this is a good idea. Actually, I do know why we think this is a good idea. It's for Saturday nights when we're a little too tired to do a full subject. Although, I do think we have a full subject coming up that we're going to fully flesh out that's, like, goofy and fun. Um, So, if you have phrases that you misheard your entire life and then someone corrected you on them and it absolutely rocked you to your core, send a message to me or Carly because that's a subject that we're going to do, if not next week, then in the near future. Yeah. Um, Because... I've been rocked to the core. She's been rocked to the core. (laughs) That is all I could talk about for the past week, so... (laughs) Apparently, this is a common... I was a grammar snob in high school, so this has only happened to me like once or twice in my life, but like, (laughs) I don't know, I'm just different, (laughs) but... Shut up, Grace. Some of us have problems with words. That's fair, but also... I have been, and probably should be, ruthlessly made fun of for how (laughs) shitty I get about words all the time. So feel free to, like, razz me and drag me down from my podium. But there are a lot of, like, commonly misheard phrases. Um, And I, there was one that I saw that recently I, I was like, oh, I've been saying that wrong. Really? You have to find it again. I'll have but to find it, it again. it doesn't matter because that's not what not we're, what we're talking, talking about. about this week. This week, Carly, you want to tell us what we're talking about in our minicast? We're going to talk about the Poet Laureate that you may or may not have seen that showed up for the inauguration, Amanda right. Gorman. Amanda Gorman! She's amazing, and you already kind of know that, but we're going to explain a little bit more why she's a little bit more amazing than you thought. She is actually so incredible, and the media is leaving out a particular portion of her story that we think is very important. It goes not necessarily hand-in-hand, but along the similar lines of our podcast last week, especially in terms of just disability erasure. Yeah. Um, 
So Carly, you want to tell us the cool information that we found out this week after hearing her beautiful poem at the inauguration? Yeah, so Amanda Gorman was diagnosed with an auditory processing disorder and speech articulation issues way back in kindergarten, actually, is when they found that out. Um, And the media is just like, wow, look at this woman. She's great. Ignore everything. Or if they do talk about it, a lot of them are like, wow, look how she overcame that. And I just like to set a few things straight. (laughs) Because for those of you who don't know me as well or don't know my life, because why would you? Um, (laughs) I have dyslexia which is another one of those invisible uh, disabilities. So you mm-hmm. can't see it when you look at me, just like you can't see anything with Amanda. I'm just going to use her first name. We're on first name terms now. We are on first so, name terms with um, Amanda. With Amanda, she's She's great. our new best friend. <laughs> but these are, both, these are both invisible illnesses, and a lot of those exist, and people just don't know them. And if they do, or if you do something great... People are like, wow, you did it. You overcame this thing. And I just like to say that you don't overcome dyslexia and you don't overcome these auditory processing disorders. Like, it's something that you work with every single day and it's a challenge every single day. It's something that you'll never see her, like, you'll never see the process that it took her to get to that speech. Right. The hours and hours that she spent in her bedroom practicing it saying it out loud absolutely just to get it to the point where you could you could do that in front of everyone who saw it right and of course after a certain amount of practice some things will get easier but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that the disability goes away there are no cures like (laughs) this is not how it works (laughs) it will still be a challenge especially with the way that we have our, you know, sort of public speaking and our, our ways of communication structured, mm-hmm. we don't have it in a way that makes it easy for folks who have any kind of learning or processing disability to communicate, which is very crappy. And overcome is probably just not the right word. It's a very like ableist kind of phrasing where it's just like wow you can be normal too and you're like no no (laughs) exactly and a lot of it is like like in the article i read about her they talk she talks about how school eventually like in middle school started to give her accommodations Mm -hmm. where it's like you get time and a half on tests Mm -hmm. which is something i also got (laughs) and it's very helpful but it's very hard to get to the point where you accept that because Mm -hmm. the world is like pushing it down in your face that like you're not good enough you shouldn't have to everyone else can do it why can't you and Mm -hmm. and it's just not something that humans in this world today are kind about right they treat it as a personal (laughs) failing if you can't finish a test in like an hour yeah which also post high school feels so futile and meaningless I'm like what we're in the middle of a pandemic none of that matters now none of it matters take all the time so you like, need we were so willfully ableist for absolutely nothing for absolutely nothing the real world doesn't have time limits like that yeah and we saw what she can do without a time limit without any pressure like the amazing things that come out of people's brains if you just give them time is Mm -hmm. not a hard thing to do time space resources like if you just support these people you're gonna have a better Mm -hmm. 
world. <laughs> and I think what's important about not saying the word overcome is that also when you say, oh, she overcame her disability, one, you're minimizing it to like an instance in which she, in essence, cured her own disability, which is absolutely not what happened. But then it also puts all of the credit on her, which much of the credit should go to her, obviously, but then it eliminates any call to make changes structurally to help other people to get to the level that she's at. Mm -hmm. There can be structural changes made to make people's way to you know, sort of Amanda Gorman's success more possible. There are so many roadblocks right now especially with the way school funding works, especially with, like, low-income high schools. I will say, yeah, on that note, she was lucky, and it it's nice that she got diagnosed in kindergarten. Um, not mm -hmm. everyone gets that. I was in yeah. seventh grade, and they're like, hey, you know the thing that you can't spell for, like, the longest time and everything is wrong? Right. It might be this one thing. And I'm like, I'm in seventh grade. So much of my life has been a hot mess because I couldn't figure it out. And yeah. it doesn't mean that you're not as smart as everybody else. That's mm -hmm. not what it's saying. It's saying that things are coming to you in a different way. And so it was nice that she got diagnosed in kindergarten, but she uh, went to private school mm -hmm. starting in middle school because that's where they were going to give her the best accommodations. That's where they were going to notice right. the things that needed to be noticed and like take the time because public school just won't. Right. They would listen Do to anything. her parents. They would work with her parents. Um, and public school, and to, to give some public schools credit, a lot of the time there really just isn't the budget mm -hmm. for the accommodation that needs to happen. I was told when I got diagnosed that the reason I didn't get diagnosed in elementary school, because I went to a public elementary mm -hmm. school because I'm not that rich, um, <laughs> was because if they diagnosed me, they'd have to treat me. Yeah. They'd have to do something about it. And they truly just did not have the budget, mm -hmm. the uh, resources, the availability to help me. <laughs> Which is a dystopian nightmare. Because, um, like, what in the world? You know that somebody is failing in a certain way. Or not failing, really. That's not a good word. Is ailing in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And you can't help them because or you can't even call out the problem because then you'd have to help them and you just don't have the infrastructure for that and that's terrible um the best tweet i've seen about this is there is an amanda gorman at every inner city high school that you call the g word which would be mm -hmm. ghetto yeah. um and and that's a brilliant way to phrase it not again to diminish amanda gorman's specific accomplishments she she worked very hard to mm -hmm. get where she is at right now and that is extremely commendable i don't want to take yeah. that away from her oh no absolutely you put in 10 times the effort <laughs> exactly just like you worked twice as hard as everyone not necessarily but like exactly. uh, putting numbers on it is hard but, but you worked absolutely hard you didn't overcome it because it's still there you yeah. worked with it to give us an amazing product like you yeah. you you did the things you needed to do she you was able to instill hope in the american people which was incredible <laughs> yeah it's incredible because like um, that's all that anyone's talking about in the 
inauguration. It's like, that and her outfit, man. And uh, I don't want to diminish yellow. her to her looks. I <laughs> Please don't hear me saying that. Um, it's her fashion choices that I'm going to zero in on because that <laughs> yellow coat was absolutely mm. iconic. Yes. And uh, the red headband to go with it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but <laughs> enough on her fashion choices, which were incredible, and she was the best yes. dressed there. And, yes, I'm including Michelle Obama. I love <laughs> Michelle Obama, and she looked great. And Amanda Gorman absolutely blew everyone out of the water. Here's the thing with Grace and Carly. Here's the thing with Grace and Carly. Um, I had something to say, but I absolutely forgot oh, what it was no. because I took a sip of milkshake. Oh, no. And I, I was imp- it was not important, but it was... It was a trail down a different path, and I don't remember what path I was going to go down. I think I had something to say here. Let me summon it okay. up really quick. Um, oh, yeah. So Amanda Gorman did incredible stuff. <gasps> on Okay. Um, I'll finish this really quickly. Yeah. But she also, there, there were a lot of things that afforded her certain privileges in her life that not everybody gets Mm -hmm. and and that's Mm -hmm. not to say that she she, her personal accomplishment means less it just means we could have more people sort of i hate to say performing at this level because it sounds so capitalist but we could have more people sort of experiencing and growing in their art like this instead of failing classes at public schools if we were to actually invest more in schools and in learning disabilities and how best to work with them yeah this leads actually into my thought right. that you helped me remember um because on that note and on you know people learning in different ways and whatever blah 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 uh amanda said that she wrote little stories for a long time mm-hmm. like people do and then in like third fourth grade her teacher was like here's this thing it's called poetry and she's like my mind just like absolutely devoured poetry mm-hmm. She's like, it just made sense to the way that, like, I tried to understand the world, the way that I was trying to speak, like, just the metaphors, like, thrived in her brain Mm -hmm. because different brains work different ways. And that was it. That clicked and it was amazing. And again, I'm just going to talk about this in my personal life because it made a lot to me that, like, this is her story. And I'm like, oh, so much of this sounds like my story. So I love it. Um, So I'm going to... Compare it back to me because I do the theater and a lot of that also makes sense to the way that my brain has to cope. Like, I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of people about how they read plays and how they perform plays and a lot of the things that makes me happier the way that I perform is I don't see the script when I'm memorizing it. So I, when I go and I say the words, it's not... Flipping a page. Okay, that was the top of page eight. And now we're going to go down and, oh, there's the top of page nine. I don't see that because I don't see words. That's so interesting. And so I'm able to... (laughs) That makes you a better actor than me. (laughs) Deeper Um, go into a character just because, like, I don't have it in my head because I absolutely can't see it. Because my brain's like, that's garbage. Get it out of the way. (laughs) And so it's just these different things that, like, it's not wrong or right to do it a certain way but sometimes because of the way that our brains are formed and what the world sees as broken or wrong are things that help us and make us such so much deeper richer artists whatever engineers 
yeah, scientists people just think that yeah. it's so much deeper it doesn't have it's not one way or the highway people it is open it up to these people and you're going to show you amazing things that you right didn't know which is another there. thing it's it's kind of it kind of goes in tandem with the police fund disability research especially for learning disabilities especially in public schools but also please stop seeing the arts as a luxury because it is a powerful tool for communication and that does not mean those of you who know me and (laughs) you'll get this on the podcast at some point if you don't um i (laughs) i have a hang you out to dry come to jesus monologue rant for (laughs) the american theater industry and sort of theater in general especially regional theater stay um, tuned in terms of what we are doing wrong and and why it's not relevant anymore and why we shouldn't care about it anymore because it's not worth our time um and I, i there are some things that like I still hold by that in a lot of ways, but I don't want the arts to die. I just want them to be done differently in a way that works better for people. Because like Carly was saying, and like Amanda was saying, they are powerful tools for communication, especially when you can't seem to get what you are trying to say across in words. (laughs) Um, they can communicate ideas and that is incredibly important and valuable, especially for folks who struggle with that, whether you have a learning disability or not, it's, it's vastly, vastly important. So that's the other thing is fund, fund arts programs, but like not in a capitalist way, please. (laughs) Don't be like, go make money with more Broadway musicals based off of nineties movies. We don't need any more of those. Don't do that. (laughs) But maybe just, just let kids create. Let, let kids make stuff. musicals on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Ratatouille? Plug back into the Ratatouille or the Jokes Bridgerton musical or whatever they're writing on TikTok nowadays. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even know if I care about the Bridgerton musical. I just like that people are creating in a format where they feel like they can be heard without having to climb to the top of a food chain first. And that's what I would love to see in the arts everywhere. Because, like, Amanda Gorman, to some degree, did have to climb to the top of a food chain. Mm -hmm. Um, And she did it. And then this is not, like, to say, ah, she was tossing people off the food chain (laughs) as she went down. Like, not not in a, like, barbarian way. That's probably not super kosher to say. Not (laughs) polite. She just applied for (laughs) contests and stuff, which is fantastic, but then you also have to get, you know, connections to sort of lift you up to, you know, speaking at the presidential (laughs) inauguration. And like, well, well, not everybody can speak at the presidential inauguration. I understand that. Everybody gets to speak at the Wonderful. (laughs) It's going to take three days and everyone will speak. If everyone could be afforded the same rich environment to grow within their art as Amanda Gorman has been given. And and as she has made for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, because that comes from people around her, the school that she went to, her family, her doctors. But also, also she carved that out for herself. And it's just wanting to make sure that other people can do the same. Yeah. I love her. She's great. 
and greater than you all ever knew. She is a big Hamilton stan, though. Aww. I got that confirmed. I tell you all, she was doing <laughs> no. her speech, and she was like, as the scriptures say, everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. They'll be safe in the nation we've made. She didn't do that part, but I knew because she used that verse in her poem, I'm like, she's a Hamilton stan. And then she just went on, like, the Today Show or whatever, being like, Hamilton helped me get over my disability. Which, like, great. Or not get over. Not get over. Um, See, that's stuck in my mind. Yeah, because it's just there. Everyone uses it like that in every meeting. Forces Um, it down everyone's throat. It's fine. Helped her to work with her yeah. disability. Um, which, fantastic. If Hamilton did that, that's a fantastic thing for Hamilton to do. And there's a whole other podcast on the complexities of that musical I as well. I don't want to do it. You'll never get that one. We don't have to do that. Hiko already did it. We did oh, a YouTube good. video. There um, you go. Watch that. Watch that one instead. He has a lot more hot takes on Hamilton than we could ever. So, <laughs> I don't like, have any takes on it. But I have zero takes. The point being that she did that verse and I was like, she's a Hamilton stan. And Carly was like, what? Like, <laughs> I am not a Hamilton stan. I did not catch that. I also, I'm just going to throw Grace right under the bus. If that's okay, Grace. Can I throw you under the bus? I don't know how you're going to do this, but okay. All right. So the announcer guy was like, up next, the poet laureate. (laughs) And Grace goes, huh, that sounds like the Lorax. And then Amanda shows up and she goes, Oh no! I she just looks, called her the Laura. She looks so <laughs> cool and accomplished, and like <laughs> she she like climbed mountains to get here, which she probably <laughs> did. And I just called her the Lorax. But was... for clarification, she is the National Youth Poet Laureate, and um, not the Lorax. She's not the Lorax. She does not, in fact, speak for the trees. She speaks for the youth of America. (laughs) And it has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast, but I did just want to say it because I thought it was hilarious, and Grace is probably embarrassed about it, but I'm going to share it it. with the three people who are going to listen to this minicast. I will hold to the fact that Laureate does sound like... (laughs) Like, you sound like you're going to say Lorax, (laughs) and then you don't. Lorax. (laughs) But that's my issue with the title. It has nothing to do with Amanda Gorman. I wish I could separate my comment about Laureate versus Lorax from Amanda Gorman because I feel like it besmirches her wonderful poem that she read for all of us on Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. Everything happens on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Everything's been happening on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday's a terrible day. (laughs) Yeah, Wednesday has been a lot for the past several weeks. I've been working the night shift Wednesdays too, which has been gross i mean my job is great and i like working with those people but but you're not home till like midnight i hate working from (laughs) six to midnight so much (laughs) i'm too old for that give me a nine to five and a pension you're working on it i am i actually i'm very close eight to four in a healthcare plan so that's we're we're almost there almost there well I think we've said the things we said the things we need I to say. I gushed about the things I gave Carly, you guys way I'm too much so information glad. about my personal life. I'm so Carly came up with the subject because Carly comes up with all of the subjects because I have no original thoughts. I'm just a great uh, sort of opinion bot. Yeah. So if you guys have anything you want to talk about, if you guys want to share anything about your personal lives, yeah. like I have, like Annie has. If you like, I care. 
deeply about a subject, we would love, 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 love. We would love that. Love to talk to you about it for however you want it. You could do a mini cast. You could do a long cast. It has to be 60 minutes or less because that's all this app will let us do. Correct. Um, But do text Grace, Instagram Grace, call Grace. You can do call me whatever. too. But Grace is a better source <laughs> for information. <laughs> so so contact Grace or me. Um, and we would love to talk about it with everyone. We would indeed. So yeah, let us know. Let us know if you have something you really desperately want to talk about. You are totally welcome to get on this podcast with us. We don't even have a full, like, fleshed out structure. So really, anything's fair game. Yeah, it's all wiggly wobbly and can do what it wants. That's... And- Hey, if we if we should do some kind of call to action for this, right? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't say that people overcame the disabilities that they're never going to yeah, overcome. Yeah, try to work <laughs> words like overcome in reference to disability and uh getting over disability like I just said. Um try <laughs> to get it out of your vocabulary. It's like think of it as if disabilities across america were like a trans person who was like i've changed my pronouns and stop saying these words like you would stop saying the incorrect pronouns for that person um i would also say don't be afraid to dig a little deeper into your media or follow people who dig deeper so that you can learn things mm -hmm. um just because there's more out there than what everyone than the fact that she looked great and had some nice things to say. There's more to her story. Absolutely. Um, maybe do something else. I don't know. Those are the big things that you can absolutely do. <laughs> yep. I'll try to search for some websites with places to donate to either research or just funding in schools yeah. for learning disabilities because... Let's let those kids know what's up. Yeah. Let's just help them be like, this is your problem. And they'll go... Oh, that makes a Let's lot of sense. Give them time and a half on tests without making them feel bad for years in advance. Yeah, don't send them to the dungeon to take their test or cut out their lunch to take the test. So that's a huge thing that I even, and this is not me with a learning disability, this is just me being bad at math. I did that. I skipped lunch all the time to retake tests. What was up with that? Yeah, maybe don't do, let's let's change that somehow. Yeah, there's a if whole other a teacher, podcast on like, do, do not deprive students of food to get better grades on their tests. That's so screwed up. That's so screwy. So don't do that. All right. And... And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Listen next week. If you have weird words, again, send them our way. Send them our way. We're really curious. And we're probably going to hurt a lot of people's feelings with that podcast I've if we're I've already being had my feelings hurt. But it's going to be all in good fun. And on that note, bye! bye! If you like this podcast and can't get enough of Grace and Carly's hot takes, join us on our Patreon account, where we have video segments, bonus content, and every episode of the podcast completely ad-free. We have monthly memberships for $3 a month or $5 a month, and if you commit for three months, you can get an awesome sticker. Plus, we will be sure to give you a shout-out on our next episode. Head over to patreon.com forward slash so here's the thing. And help us reach our goal of 10 new subscribers this season. Setting the bar high. See you next time. Bye. Bye.